This is a production of the Z-Talk Radio Network. Views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z-Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. And living on channels. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. I am living on Channel Z. Welcome to Healthy People Radio. We are finally had a few technical difficulties getting logged on today, but you know, that's life. Sometimes you have technical difficulties, but you know, you just got to roll with it. You got to flow with it. What you going to do? So, Anywho, we do have a very fascinating guest on today who is going to talk to you about the tour of unconditional love activations going on for 15 straight weeks, two countries, seven states, 40 cities, 53 group activations in Southern and Northern California, Arizona, Utah, Idaho, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, British Columbia, and they will end at the um, the Burning Man Festival. Uh, some of you guys know about that. But anyhow, uh, they are going to talk about some very cool healing modalities. Um, uh, some of those modalities are uh, crystal healing and guided visualization and theta healing and bioenergetic activation and sound and vibrational healing, essential oils, flower essences, sacred geometry, 
uh, the Rife Frequency Loop, which I've never even heard of. So anyway, we'll learn all about that today. When they get here, I'm not quite sure if they're on yet. We use Skype uh, to communicate with everybody because this broadcasting software works with Skype. So you can always call in at healthypeople.com if you want to join in the conversation. Or actually, it's Healthy People on Skype. Or my my guest will be calling in now. They'll be calling in any minute. I know that he was on the road and running a little bit behind schedule. So that's okay. You want to know why? Because I am a registered dietitian and I can talk to you all about food, healing, therapeutic food. Um, if you want to go to the Z Talk radio chat room, um, just click on listen and chat and we can carry on a private conversation there. Well, it won't be very private, but I will talk about therapeutic foods until my guests arrive. And oh, cool, cool. Mr. Dude, here's me. Hey, dude. Um, anyway, so I'm going to talk about therapeutic food until our guests actually arrive. And therapeutic food is a fascinating thing because, you know, if you just get in the habit of start including these things in your daily diet, and I hate the word diet, you know, it's such an anal word and I'm the furthest thing from anal, but um, if you start to eat more of these foods, you're going to notice that you have more vitality, more energy, and uh, hey, do you want to live longer? Do you yearn for a high quality life into old age? Then eat fresh produce. What a concept, huh? Fresh produce. Hey, you know what? Actually, dude, I can make you a member, dude. There you go. Now, dude is in the member. I'm talking to dude in our Z Talk radio chat room. So, dude is now a member. Cool, dude. Okay, so if you want to talk to me and have an active conversation while we're having the show, then you can go to the chat room on ZTalk. Just click on listen and chat. And uh, anyhow... Let me talk to you about therapeutic food. We talk about uh, killers in the kitchen, conscious cuisine. You know, Healthy People Radio is a mind, body, soul radio. So we talk about anything that has to do with healing on you know the spiritual level, the physical level, the mental level. And uh, today's show is going to have lots of spiritual, ethereal types of healing. But, oh, oh my dude is a member. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just looking at the... the Z talk chat room here okay but the thing is is that if you hold on to anger anger will actually um it will you know it, it will actually kill you because what i mean i've been actually working it with my own anger and releasing it and it's like holding on to hot coals if you hold on to hot coals they're going to Burn you, and now we're finding out that anger is at the core of cancers and uh, diabetes and all the um, 
sicknesses and ailments that we create for ourselves by holding on to anger. Mostly it's been associated with cancers uh, growing inside you like anger grows inside you. But uh, it creates inflammation in your system and anything that creates inflammation in your system is going to make you sick. It's going to be a trigger to turn on diabetes, heart disease, cancer. So, you know, let's talk about love today and talk about foods you can start loving that are going to make you, um, oh, okay, my computer's talking to me. It wants to reboot. Don't you dare reboot in the middle of my show. How dare you even think of it? Okay, so uh, produce, produce. Let's talk about these phytochemicals and produce. Wait, wait, what dude's talking to me? Uh, dude says anger is an utterly senseless or, or useless emotion. It only hurts the person harboring the ill feelings. That's exactly it. You know, I um, have been holding on to anger most of my life because of the people that I grew up with and uh, it only hurt me. And so just recently I've been learning to really let go of anger and feel the love and magic happens when you start to just feel the love of just being alive and being grateful and then beautiful people start coming into your life because if you're an angry person you're going to be a magnet for angry people and you'll just you know angry people will start showing up in your life because you're angry you know you attract what you are so oh wait let me see if my guest is actually here we can talk about all these modalities let's see are you here are you here well, oh, my guest is right. Where can I listen to it? I'm home now. Okay, uh, basically, you go on to Z Talk Radio. Um, okay, go to Z Talk Radio and click on Listen and Chat. I'm just talking to my guest. Okay, here we go. It looks like my guest has shown up. Woohoo! Okay, call me, don't be afraid, just call me. Okay, Dr. Dream, are you on? Call me, call me, call me. Okay, all right, anyway, do I need to talk about therapeutic foods more or are you going to call me? All right, let me talk just a, a touch, what? Call from Dr. Dream. Hey, are you on, Dr. Dream? I am on. You are on. I hear you loud and clear, and so does the rest of the world. The entire world hears, hears you now. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Healthy People Radio. So I hear that you are just about to launch this uh, un love, unconditional love activation, this tour of love. Uh, going on for 15 weeks, two countries, seven states, 40 cities, 53 group activations in Southern and Northern California, um, Arizona, Utah, Idaho, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, British Columbia, and then you're going to go to the Burning Man Festival. Yes, that is exactly right. We actually started this 15-week um, this segment on the 19th of June and um, so it's just we're, we're in the midst of it now we leave we're, we're back in Orange County now and we leave here Saturday morning for Las Vegas and 51 days away and then we're back for three days and then off to um, 
Santa Barbara and Burning Man for uh, another couple of weeks. So why are you compelled to do this? And what does the experience entail? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Uh, I have been doing all sorts of uh, work and connecting with people uh, really directly over the last five years. What's your background? You know, what, what brought you to where you are today? Hardcore business. <laughs> That's something I need to learn more about. That's, yeah. I was, um, you know, uh, in sales and marketing, in um, hotels and resorts, uh, consulting um, in the, uh, um, I mean, all sorts of industries. And what, and then started a web development and marketing company and woke up one day, um, literally and figuratively and thought, well, here I am in Sedona, Arizona in a big, beautiful house. Um, I've got, you know, custody of my daughter. We have this great life. And I make um, a good amount of money, um, you know, what seemed to me at that time to be a lot of money. And uh, I thought to myself, this is, this is what they've told me is, you know, I've made it. I, I'm at this place. I've made it. And uh, then my next thought was, but you know what? I'm not, I'm not really very fulfilled. I mean, I'm, I was happy on a certain level. But I wasn't fulfilled like I thought I should be if I had really made it. And so that created a process of um, a more direct searching. I've always considered myself a searcher in my life. And, you know, from the time I was 12 years old going through South America and Machu Picchu to, um, you know, in my 20s doing trips all around the world, following total solar eclipses, sacred sites, uh, all over the globe, um, always considered myself a searcher, but all of a sudden, the search needed to go inside. And uh, I was fortunate that I was living uh, in Sedona, and one of my clients uh, is called the Sedona Intensive. And so I took the opportunity of uh, going and talking to them and suggesting that possibly the reason we were connected was not for me to be doing their marketing, although I wanted to continue doing that, but was to really find out what my life was about. And their program is a seven-day program with, I think it's seven or eight practitioners working one-on-one with you over the course of seven days. It's a, it is the Sedona Intensive. And I went through the program, and I came out of that program like a kid in the reality-creating candy store of life. Wow. What did it feel like? (laughs) It felt like authentic. (laughs) It felt like truth. Um, It also felt like, wow, I don't have to do what I felt like I needed to do based on my conditioning and and how I was raised, I get to truly do, be, become whoever I want. So now, you, so you got the, the, 
Go ahead. So you basically took the chains of the past off and you were completely free. Yeah, absolutely. And and it brought up a whole nother set, you know, a whole nother dynamic. Uh, and that is, wow, okay, so all this is available to me. Who do I, who, who am I? Who did I come here to be? What is my life really about? Um, and what it's about is whatever I'm going to choose that it's about. But it's going to be a very conscious choice and it's going to be based on you know what my experiences have led me to right now and and I continue to make that conscious choice in each right now and hey, so I was I was just going to uh, say if you if you're just tuning in we're listening to can I call you Dr. Dream I hope so okay and we are talking about the fact that Dr. Dream made it in the real world world he had plenty of money you know plenty of material things but he wasn't happy and so came to a point where you know um you went to this uh experience at Sedona Arizona and uh you and we we should talk about some of the modalities that you went through cuz i know that you know um uh, during this tour of love you're going to be teaching people um uh, the bioenergetic activation, the sound vibrational healing, the essential oils, uh, flower essences, sacred geometry, crystal healing, guided visualization, theta healing, and whatever the rife frequency loop is. So I don't know exactly what you went through in Sedona, Arizona, but for folks that were just tuning in, I wanted to catch them up with, hey, you made it in the material world, but you weren't happy, and now you're on this tour of love to show people how they can get in touch with, you know, who they truly are and what turns them on, what makes them happy. Well, here's, here's I mean, my whole life, again, you know, being this, um, on this journey and, and going to all the sacred sites and, and having experiences all over the world, I managed to, I guess you could say, collect modalities. Um, you know, if I experienced something that uh, moved me, that I felt that shifted something within me, um, I took the steps to further learn about it. And so this tour of love that we're doing, and by the way, it doesn't stop after the 15 weeks. It will just be the continuation of the tour of love. But the tour of love is described as a multiple modality group energy experience. And there's somewhere around 12 modalities that we work with. And we work with them in a variety of different ways, but the entire process is to further awaken, to further uh, create an opportunity for the participants to experience what they need to experience, to come into contact, uh, to connect with what it is they're needing. And so uh, it is a group experience because it's a group dynamic, but it's very much an individual experience within a group dynamic. Uh, and people, uh, you know, we did a group not too long ago, Memorial Day weekend, at a music festival here in Southern California uh, called Lightning in a Bottle. Hmm. And we had over 160 people in our unconditional love activation. 
Prior to this time, our groups had been up to about 30 people. So here all of a sudden we have 160 people. Um, my uh, uh, co-facilitator for that is um, a, a wonderful being, uh, Jesse No, who uh, channels um, ION. And uh, so he co-facilitated. We had uh, Neil and Ilya from the Portal to Ascension. Uh, we had Titus. We had my daughter, Maya, nine years old, who's a Theta Healing Practitioner and a Oneness Blessing Giver already at nine. We had all these people assisting us. And we provided an experience for 160-plus people. I mean, no less than a dozen people came up to me afterwards, you know, still with tears streaming down their face. And what we're realizing is that the people that are drawn to this experience, the people that hear about multiple modality and Dr. Dream and unconditional love activation, they, without exception, get exactly what they need um, through how we facilitate this this whole process. And so the essential oils, you know, really what we're doing, this whole list that you just read off, it's all about raising um, a person's frequency, raising their vibration. And what we're learning and what we're connecting with more and more every day is that whatever's happening in a universal sense right now to all of humanity, whether you realize it or not, is about raising our frequency and raising our vibration for whatever is next. And I'm not going to, you know, hypothesize so much about what's next, but what I am focused on is how to create a shift, how to raise our frequency in the now, in the moment. And uh, these tools, flower essences, essential oils, um, we use a uh, bioenergetic laser that has um, over 500 algorithms embedded in the light. We use um, a device based on Rife technology that does the frequencies. Our unconditional love activation is broken into three groupings of frequencies. Forgiveness, and so we do a whole piece about forgiveness, which is really self-forgiveness. And we move into peace unfolding from within. And then uh, we move into unconditional love. Wow. You know, anger, I was talking about anger before you logged on, and, you know, anger actually creates disease, and, you know, I do need to go to a real quick break, but when we come back, I'd really love to talk about anger and some of these modalities, because anger is a low fre frequency, and you're talking about higher vibrations, so, you know, what you're talking about is moving out of the lower frequencies of anger and jealousy and all those negative emotions, which actually poison us on every level, to the the higher vibrations which heal us and feed us and nourish us, right? Exactly. Okay, so hold on, and I'm just going to go to a quick station identification and just promote a couple of shows on the Z Talk Radio, and we will be back in a flash. Thank you, Dr. Dream. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> For those of you who don't like this type of music, we apologize. But in the words of the infamous Dr. Phil, It ain't about you! Now shut up and listen. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. 
Come listen to Paradigm Shift with Dave and Christy right here on Z-Talk Radio Networks every Friday night from 11 to 1 Eastern. Your hosts, Dave and Christy, will interview exciting guests, and you never know what they're going to talk about, but you can be sure it'll be out there. Check it out every Friday night right here on Z-Talk Radio Networks, 11 to 1 Eastern. Paradigm Shift with Dave and Christy. another Saturday night and what are you doing? Are you tired of the same old boring Saturday night activities? If so, change things up a bit. Tune in to the Dear Emmy Show broadcast live on Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Talk Radio. Listen to the informative and innovative chats that Elizabeth Rose features. Or simply pick up the phone and call in. Elizabeth Rose and her co-host Tracy will be happy to share with you and talk, whether it be about love, family, friends, loss, or even life itself. You will find a new place to kick off your shoes and relax. So remember to tune in to the Dear Emmy Show live on Saturday night on Z Talk Radio from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Your assignment is to listen to the buzz on Monday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Central on ztalkradio.com. This message will self-destruct. Radio, and we are on the line with Dr. Dream, who is the, one of the facilitators of the Tour of Love. And by the way, you can go to the, the touroflove.com and check out when they'll be in your neck of the woods. Um, and so, if you if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about how Dr. Dream had it all on a materialistic level, but wasn't feeling quite satisfied and then discovered through all these different modalities um, a, a way to kind of uh, get in touch with his own freedom on a vibrational level and we're talking about how anger can actually poison you and how love can you know free you and all the different modalities that can get you there and so 
once again, welcome. Thanks so much for being here on us on Healthy People Radio. Where did we leave off? Well, I'm, I, I want to touch base on what you're talking about, anger and these um, lower level uh, energies or these, these emotions that don't energize us. Uh, they also don't keep us at baseline. They actually bring us down. Um, one of the things we say quite a bit in our work, and that is self-observation is the path to transformation. And, and I want to share a story here um, about someone that came to work with me. And I, I first off want to say that um, I'm not going to use any names or anything, but this person has given me express permission to, to share her story. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be talking about it. Um, in December of last year, December 21st as it was, I was contacted on Facebook uh, by someone who uh, asked me to assist her. She came to me and she said that she had uterine fibroids, so, uh, you know, really tumors in her uterus, and would I assist her in uh, making them smaller so the surgery, which she had planned for February the 8th, would not be so invasive? And I thought this was an interesting request, and I responded. I said, well, I got some questions. First of all, uh, do you believe in miracles? And she said, well, yes, I believe in miracles. I said, well, do you believe in medical miracles? We hear about them all the time, people with uncurable this or that that are still alive 10, 15 years later. And she said, yes, I believe in it. And I said, great, then I will take you on because um, we're not going to stop at making them smaller. Let's just get rid of them. And this comes from a foundation belief of mine, and that is, and of so many other people, but that is that anything that shows up on a physical level, any dis-ease, illness, whatever it is that shows up on a physical level, is something that we haven't processed or worked with or come into alignment with on an emotional level. Hmm. And so uh, I started having uh, this, this person over for sessions. And, uh, you know, when I explained that, that uh, foundation belief, I said, well, what do you think is going on then? And she said, well, it's interesting. I had this relationship uh, with a man when I was 19 to 22 and it absolutely crushed me just it, it was a ended up being a terrible experience and this and that and and so I'm pretty sure it's connected to that well I have to tell you that nothing starts when you're 19 years old <laughs> so um, our patterns our habits um, the choices we make that continue to create our reality go back much earlier. But I said, great, let's start, let's start there. So we did work with her inner 19-year-old, if you will. It took us to her inner 7-year-old and her inner 4-year-old. And there's a lot for all of us that we haven't processed because we didn't know how at the time and we just took ownership of the things we saw and what was shown to us in such a way that we believed it to be reality um, that happened to us in those formative years from the time we were born until the time we were seven or eight. I can identify with that big time. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, this is so much of the work I've done, you know, just on myself to get to where I am today. And so she was ex- ex- she was like the exemplary um, client for me. She loved all the different modalities. Um, we would have two to three hour sessions with one hour being um, talk therapy and then another hour or two hours being uh, with the different tools, sound and vibration, all the things that, that you've listed that we've uh, you know, touched on. And then that what made her the perfect client, because the perfect client doesn't just show up for a session, have a good conversation, get rocked and, and shifted by the tools, it, that's just the tip of the iceberg. For me, the good client then goes home and starts writing and starts processing and starts going through a process of self-observation to understand and connect the dots in their life, very much like the Sedona Intensive took me through in a one-week time frame in Sedona that shifted so much for me. Well, this woman would go home from her sessions. We had two to three sessions a week, and she would go home and she would write and write and write and she would get all this out and she would dig and it would take her to places she wouldn't specifically want to go but she knew she had to go there Hmm. and after nine sessions she canceled her surgery her uh, one of her relatives was coming in from overseas She kept that so they could have fun. Um, She was having, you know, three weeks off work. She cut it down to a week or a week and a half so she could have extra fun. And um, she got rid of it. And you know why she got rid of it? Because everything that shows up physically for us is a message that we didn't hear when it was showing up in our emotional field. And so it shows up physically waving a giant flag that says, hey, I'm going to get your attention. And then when you find out and you connect the dots and you process what the message is, it doesn't need to be there anymore. It's done the work that it needed to do. So you think think that the writing is actually an essential part of getting all this stuff out of you, just putting it on paper? Well, I mean, I could have spent hours and hours and hours talking with her. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but for the sake of people's budgets and, and people's time and everything like that, it's a very effective way to really connect with what's going on. And you're in your space, nothing else is there, and you just write. I tell people to write at the top of the page. I mean, in in her case, she was connecting the dots so quickly, she knows she knew where to go. But if someone came to me and said, listen... I don't have a budget to work with you, although I work with many, many people um, with um, at at lower levels than regular pricing or at times for nothing um, based on what their needs are. But if someone came to me and said, I'm having this physical situation and I don't know what's going on, if they could tap into this foundation belief that it is something that's started in their emotional body before it moved into their physical body, then I would send them home and have them write at the top of a piece of paper, I am experiencing this 
whatever it is, these fibroids in my uterus, these, you know, whatever, because, and then just start writing, don't edit it, don't, don't slow down, just write and write and write and write until you can't write anymore. There is something that, um, about all of us, and that is we know, we know everything there is to know. Now, whether we allow it to come to the surface, whether we allow ourselves to connect with it, that's another story. But we have all the answers that we need for our life, um, you know, in, in the moments. So these memories are stored in every cell of our being, and so writing brings them to the surface and allows them to be released. Yeah, absolutely, and it allows people to, to see it, to connect with it. You know, it's, it's just more uh, structure than having someone sit down and think about it, okay? Uh-huh. Because then, then your brain is getting in the way. When you, when you write and you allow it just to come out, and this isn't typing. This is writing with a pen and paper. I know it sounds old school, <laughs> but this is, this is, this is it, it's a great tool, and you can just get things out. I have other clients that have been just as successful as this one working on their issues. And uh, we have phone calls. I do so much over the phone with people and Skype. But we, we talk. Um, things come up. Uh, they see what the triggers are. And then they go and they write about it. And then they send it to me. So it holds them accountable, uh, you know, to somebody. And, 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 and they connect with it and, it and they can then make another choice because it's all about us as individuals, as spiritual beings having a human experience, making a choice in each moment. And what happens is if we're not consciously making a choice in the moment, we're doing it by default. And what I found is creating my reality by default, making choices and decisions by default doesn't always serve me because the, the my default setting is tied to my habits, my past conditioning, my patterns. But when I'm conscious and aware and I make that decision, when I make that choice, then we're on to something. So you're more in reaction mode. If you know, you know, I mean, if uh, if you're not making the choice yeah, of saying, you. I'm sorry. Hello. Oh, that's okay. You know, we lost you, but don't you worry, because uh, just come on back. Just go ahead. There you go. You're on, right? We lost you there for a minute. You're on. No, try again. That's okay. I'm going to write down, keep trying. You're on. I hear you. Do you hear me, Dr. Dream? You're actually on. Hello? I don't know why. Oh, oh, oh. Let's see. He says there's a problem with his microphone. I hear you. Ring, 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 ring. Okay, I... You you are on the air. You are on the air, okay? Whatever you were doing. Hmm. Let me see. Maybe I can call you. I'm going to call. Let's see if... Hey! Are we back? There, you're back. 
That's cool. Hey, no problem. You know, S-H-I-T happens. It happens, right? But our reaction to it, like, you know, your reaction to being dropped could have been, oh, no, and you could go into reaction mode and fear and upsetness. Or you can say, you know what? This is all perfect. It's all fine. And choose the emotion, right? Exactly. A giant smile came on my face. I touched this big crystal that's on my desk. And I said, okay, let's, let's try and reconnect. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what we were talking about, that no matter what happens to you in life, you know, you can just decide that, you know what, this is no big deal. You know, it's all perfect, you know, and I keep hearing over and over again from all the healers I know and all the people who are super aware that it's all perfect. Everything is perfect, so you can choose your reaction and stay in the higher vibration of peace and love so you heal yourself, right? Yeah, and you know what that is? That is taking your power back. That's each of us taking our power back, becoming empowered to be present in the moment no matter what is going on. Exactly. Because no matter what goes on, you know, everything I believe happens for a reason, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it all happens for a reason, so you have to just be calm and cool about it and say, you know what, this is going on right now, I'm going to choose my reaction, I'm not going to go into fear, because fear destroys our immune systems, right? And you were saying about this woman who had the fibroids, who was completely healed of those by processing her emotions on paper and with you, you know, you encouraged her to have fun, and I think that Americans and people all, all over the world, we forget to have fun fun and how therapeutic that can be. Well, you know, I made a deal with my universe um, several years back that if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Now, a couple of things happened as soon as I made that deal. Number one, it seemed like everything became fun. Number two, it allowed me to be more in the moment and make a conscious choice, decision in the moment that if I'm doing it, I'm going to make it fun. Now, that's not to say that the next time it comes around, I would do it again. But if I find myself in a moment, whatever it is, I'm, 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 my default setting now is this is fun because here I am. I'm present. I'm in this moment. There's a reason for it. Now, I may refine my of the way I create or attract experiences to not put myself in a moment like that again. <laughs> but if I'm there, I'm going to be there with a smile and, and at my highest level because what else is it about? Yeah, yeah. It's about choosing to be present in the present moment, you know, because if you're stuck in your head, you're stuck in those uh, lower vibrations of anger, jealousy, wishing things were different, and you're, you're creating sickness on every level. Now, I want to bring up something here, because what happens when people start uh, moving along this path more consciously, and they start doing this self-observation as the path to transformation, they're going to start seeing their stuff. They're going to start coming face, coming up face-to-face -face with their stuff, the stuff that they really want to uh, transform in their lives. And so um, one word from experience, or several, um, and that is, you know, when your stuff comes up and you recognize it, 
and you decide that's something you want to shift, don't beat yourself up over it. Because, you know, the, the, um, the, the, uh, sometimes the, the action sometimes is to think, um, wow, I can't believe I'm that much of a jerk that I'm being that impatient or, you know, something like that. And, and so sometimes um, the setting is to kind of beat yourself up a little bit when you start recognizing these things about yourself. And I tell my clients, wrong, don't even go there. You should have so much gratitude and you should be honoring who you are so much in that moment because think about it. How many years has it been that you haven't allowed yourself to see how impatient you've been and how that made you seem like maybe, you know, a jerk or whatever your whatever your judgment would be. You know, so when you finally recognize it, that's no time to get down on yourself. That's the time to be like, wow, this is great. Look at this. I've noticed this, recognized this about myself. I'm acknowledging it with gratitude. And now I'm going to make a new choice. There's no need for me to be impatient. Everything's happening absolutely perfectly and in divine timing. I'm a patient being that goes through my life with comfort and ease. And so it takes the edge off. There's no point, you know, once you get on this path, but I've seen it so many times where people start to see things uh, and, and the result it's, it's had in their life. And I'm like, you know what? Everything that you've ever experienced, however you want to judge it, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything you've ever experienced got you to this moment right now. And I look at my clients and I look at my friends and, and, and I say, don't you love who you are right now? And pretty much across the board, they say yes. And I said, then you needed that one experience that you're about ready to judge as something that was bad. Don't go there. Judge it as an experience you needed to have to become who you are. That's exactly, you answered my question because I was going to ask you, what about those thoughts that come up in your mind that say, ah, what a stupid mistake, you know, and you just want to kick yourself just for making a stupid mistake. And I was going to ask you, how does one deal with that? Because, you know, I find uh, myself going there maybe less than I used to, but ah, what a stupid mistake that was. But then you can come back with that conversation with yourself that, hey, it made me who I am today and I do like myself. But what about what about people that don't like themselves? Hold on to that thought. We're going to go to a quick station identification just for 40 seconds. What about Woo-hoo. people? Who, yeah, we uh, <laughs> if uh, And if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Dr. Dream, who will be facilitating the tour of love. And you can go to the touroflove.com and find out if they'll be in your neck of the woods and when. And this is the Unconditional Love Activation Multiple Modality Group Energy Experience. And we I'd really love for us also to touch on some of these modalities, the crystal healing and theta and exactly what those are so people know what we're talking about. So we'll be right back in just a few seconds. Kay? Okay. Okay. Z-Talk Radio is committed to bringing you the best radio possible. We will test your senses with innovative and entertaining radio programming. Honest, informative, inspirational, and on occasion, controversial. Our listening audience will also have the opportunity to interact with the show hosts and guests through live chat and call-in capabilities. You can't be left out of the loop. 
tune into all our live shows once, and you'll never turn your computer off again. See Talk Radio on your computer dial. Your healthy addiction. Hey, and we are back. We are speaking with Dr. Dream. And and by the way, if you want to call in, you can call into Skype, Healthy People, and you can join in the conversation, or you can go to our chat room at the ZTalk Radio chat room. You just go to ztalkradio.com and click on Listen and Chat. You know, some people have downloaded this uh, technology onto their websites and uh, their explorer bars, and so people can be listening from all over the place. They may not necessarily be logged into ZTalk Radio to hear this radio show. But anywho, we are back talking about how love heals and modalities on healing. What if somebody is the place where they really don't like themselves? Well, I get this um, quite a bit. I've had a little bit of a run on uh, people that are um, with uh, suicidal thoughts in the last uh, couple of years. And uh, I really honor and uh, embrace the experience that I get to, to, to have with these folks because it's so reaffirming to, my, to, to me and my own reality. And uh, you touched on something before about um, oh, what we were talking about, you know, beating yourself up. And, Making a stupid you know, mistake, right, and kicking right. yourself and saying, how stupid was I, right. And here's the thing, um, it's all about unconditional love. And, and when we talk about unconditional love, what, we, what most people think of are, um, I don't know, maybe their pets, their children, their parents, um, something outside of them. But this uh, new energy that's being ushered in right now, this new universal energy, is moving us closer to just unconditionally loving ourselves. And when we do that, everything changes outside of us. And so what I do is I go through a process with people to assist them in connecting with uh with that unconditional love that, that we all have for ourselves. It just may be dormant or so covered up, uh, but it's there. It's innately there in, in all of humanity. And it needs to be, and that's what, that's what we're doing with this unconditional love activation is we are further assisting people in connecting with unconditional love, but it's really unconditional love for yourself because once you have that, everything in your reality changes. So I can work with people and take them through a process where they can start to change their reality. Um, on my website, uh, drdream.com, which is drdream.com, there is a program called 21 Days to Change the Conscious Creation Program. And um, it's the size of an extra large drink at uh, Starbucks. It's $4.50. And um, it's a 105-page workbook that takes you through 21 days and allows you, I call it a comfortable structure to assist in creating, attracting, and manifesting the life of your dreams. Um, I'm not big on this. You know, I've got to go to the Himalayas to a cave and do something, you know, learn how to breathe and, and meditate for three years before I can make it work. I mean, I was brought up in Western culture like, like so many of us. And um, this is just a comfortable way of doing it. There's, 
um, four or five pages for each day, and it allows you to, uh, you know, really connect with what you choose to have your life be about. And the biggest thing is that so many people don't believe that they have permission to dream their biggest dream. What is the biggest dream for your life as the individual. And so often it's like, no, I, I, that's selfish. I can't go there. I have to do this job I really don't like because I have to pay my bills and support my family. And I ask people, it's like, is that really why you exist? So you, you give your eight to 10 hours a day doing something that you actually cannot stand and you're doing this for you and for your family? And it's like, you know, so just this process of waking people up, the people that have um, come to me, I have a great Facebook story. Um, a woman, uh, th this was uh, two years ago, I had my uh, Facebook uh, messages forwarded to my cell phone. I don't do it anymore because it just got to be a lot of stuff. But at that time, my Facebook messages were forwarded to my cell phone. Uh, I'm also, uh, I do other work, business consulting, I'm a specialty photographer, and I was out on a photo shoot uh, north of Los Angeles, and nothing was working. My equipment wasn't working, nothing was working, um, The I was being triggered by my client, and none of my equipment was working, and I said to myself, you know what, I've tried everything, it's not working, I said to my client, I apologize, you know I came here in good faith, it took me an hour and a half to get here. Um, and uh, it, it's not working. I'm going to leave. And I drove off and I thought, wow, five years ago, I would be so upset right now and I would be the victim to this guy and all this stuff. And I thought, huh, there must be something bigger going on. I guess I'm going to drive the hour and a half back home and I'm, I'm just going to go to the beach today. And so I was driving and I got this text message on my phone, which was a Facebook message that was forwarded from a woman out of the country in another country, you know, like 12 hours away time zone wise. And um, she was wanting to know if I could talk. And I answered back that I was driving, but that I would be, um, I would be available in 15 minutes. I would pull over. And she said, no, 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 don't worry about it. I said, no, stay by your computer. I'm pulling over in 15 minutes. I didn't know what was up. She didn't say anything. I pulled over and we got on a Facebook chat and she was ready to uh, take her life. <gasps> and I was, I thought, okay, here we are. And in the next, it, it took a total of four chat messages forth. Uh, she wasn't on a computer. She was on a cell phone. So it wasn't immediate. Four messages. I sent four. She answered four times. And it shifted her out of wanting to take her. Unconditionally love her, which means total, absolute acceptance of who she is and the place she was at. I also let her know that if she really felt like she had expended all options that, you know, and she felt that was the final option, maybe that that was it. But I said, why don't you look at it this way? And I presented some things to her, and I sent her one of my favorite uh, pieces, which is the um, Mother Teresa's Hymn to Life. Um, 
and uh, it's it's amazing. My father had um, a terminal disease, uh, which he ended up, uh, you know, which took him, uh, created his transition. And uh, this was something that was so meaningful uh, to him. And um, I sent that to her in a text. Um, can I read this right now? Do oh, mind? please, please do. This is Mother Teresa's Hymn to Life. Life is an opportunity. Benefit from it. Life is beauty. Admire it. Life is a dream. Realize it. Life is a challenge. Meet it. Life is a duty. Complete it. Life is a game. Play it. Life is a promise. Fulfill it. Life is sorrow. Overcome it. Life is a song. Sing it. Life is a struggle. Accept it. Life is a tragedy. Confront it. Life is an adventure. Dare it. Life is luck. Make it. Life is too precious. Do not destroy it. Life is life. Fight for it. I'm getting goosebumps listening to you. Absolutely, absolutely love that. And um, on the front page of a website that I did uh, for my father, this is there. And we did three services around the country for him. He was well-known in his circles. We did one in Palm Desert, California, um, actually two in, in New York, one in Central Park and one at St. Patrick's. And then um, a year later, which was just the past couple of months, we did one in Omaha. And this was recited at, at each of those. And it's, it's just great because when you hear it, no matter where you're at, no matter what your experience is, no matter how it's unfolding, it will trigger you in a way to reconnect with with a better way of of being in the moment. You know, I was on Facebook last night, you know, bouncing back and forth with somebody, and somebody left a message in this conversation that they were ready to blow their brains out. And I don't know if they were joking or not, but, you know, I took it very seriously, and I said, you know, life is precious. You know, please, don't do that. You know, it's precious. I, I hope it made a difference because, uh, you know, it was like three in the morning and I went to sleep after that. Uh, I said, hey, I'm, I, I gotta, I was, I'm going to sleep, but I just want you to know, please don't do that. Life is precious. Um, now, here's the thing. We get to be, you know, we, we going back to, to this whole um, thing I talk about with making choices and deciding in the moment, we get to be a positive trigger if that's what we choose for every single person we come into contact with. And that is, people say, what's your life purpose? And I say, I don't know the full extent of my life purpose, but I'll tell you one aspect of it. And that is that in each and every moment with each and every person I come into contact with, I'm going to be a positive trigger for them. And sometimes that's the person in the grocery store and I walk by them and I look into their eyes and I say hello. And they just about fall over because nobody does that in the grocery store. <laughs> you know, but it's and, – and sometimes it's just someone I see um, possibly asking for money on a street corner or, or whatever else. And instead of slipping into judgment – I'm blessing them, blessing them with unconditional love and knowing that they are me. 
that there's really no difference between all of us because we're all from the one, the oneness of all that is, and we've just shown up as, you know, individuals, but we're all individuals from the one. And and one of my favorite statements is we're all in this together. And I don't care what religion you are, what color you are, what your orientations are, or anything else. We are all in this together. And if you show up, in my experience, it's to be unconditional. Hey. If there's anything I can do, I'll do it. You know, what's interesting, you know, you say it could be a stranger or someone that you um, you know very well. And, and I do find that, you know, we kind of, sh- people show up in our lives just when we need them most, strangers. Like, you know, the universe sends them just when we need them. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, God or goddess or whatever you believe in, you know that you're being used as a tool. But the funny thing was, it's not funny, um, my cousin once in one of her drunken stupors admitted to me that she really wanted to commit suicide and her friend had committed suicide and you know she has two children and the only way I was able to reach her was to say you know what if you commit suicide you are creating a role model for your children do you want one of your children to commit suicide too because they know that's what their mommy did and really that got through to her but then she went ahead and screwed me over in a big way later on you know but um, I needed to say that to her to keep her alive and it worked because it was about her children that kept her alive you know she wasn't enough for her own self but the thought of her children role modeling her behavior you know was enough to get her off that way of thinking and so she still went ahead and did some things to me that you know really broke us apart permanently but um yeah I think about that you know I think about uh, the fact that you know if you won't do it for yourself then think about the people in your life that you're going to leave a permanent imprint on you know now I want to call you out on something because that's just how I am. You'll probably never have me back on the show. Oh, no, 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 no. That's okay. That's okay because I'm all about truth and I'm working through my own issues. Believe me, I'm, I'm, my life is an open book and, you know, I have all kinds of, my parents are Holocaust survivors and I have all kinds of weird stuff that happened in my life. So don't worry about it. You can call me out on whatever you want. It's cool. Okay. So here's what I want to say. You were just talking about this person, this relative in your life. And you distinctly made yourself sound like the victim. And I'm here to tell you that we are not the victim to anyone in any circumstance in any way ever. Now, we can choose to be that, and then, and then we are, but even at that point, we're just the victim to ourselves. But it's good to take another perspective, to, to attach ourselves to another perspective. And we talked about this in the forgiveness portion of unconditional love. Uh, and that is that every person that has shown up in your life has shown up in the way you have on some level called them forth. And so if somebody screwed you over, move into a place of gratitude for them accepting that role to show up the way you needed them to show up so you could get the lesson. 
I played the victim role for decades. So, you know, you're right on target with that one. And I'm releasing that role. You know, it's taken me almost 50 years because I'm 49. But I'm just about releasing it. <laughs> you know, it's taken a long time once again. But Because it's, it's genetic for you also. Because, and I was raised Jewish in Omaha, Nebraska. And um, uh, no specific Holocaust survivors um, or victims that I can relate to in my family, but took Holocaust literature, um, went to the Soviet Union, took clothes and, and all sorts of things for the refuseniks, the Jews at that time in 1984, that were no, uh, before 84, I'm sorry, 76, that were not allowed out of the Soviet Union. Um, and, and all of this, and it took me a while to clear that very heavy victim energy to a point that in a, um, in a very deep uh, uh, experience that I had uh, connecting outside of, um, of ordinary reality, and I was being shown uh, the, um, the workings of of the universe and, and how we create our realities and how everything is all good, I was this this holdout saying to these others, wait a sec, wait a sec, explain the Holocaust to me. How can you tell me it's all good when, when all these Jews and all these people died in the Holocaust? And um, I cannot explain how the process worked, but I came out of this experience in alignment with everything and I had lost that victim energy for that experience. I still carried some victim energy with me in my life and, and, and some of my default setting um, wants to go back to that. But for that big piece that had been so ingrained in me, um, I was able to release it. Hey, I just want to say, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Dr. Dream, and you can go to drdream.com, and he's got a 105-page workbook, which is like 450, less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks, right? And uh, also, <laughs> we're talking about victimhood and transforming that victimhood, which, by the way, thank you very much, because that's definitely been one of my themes. Um, and uh, Dr. Dream is facilitating a tour of love and uh, going to be using a variety of modalities of healing which I'd really love to touch on and we're going to go to a really quick station identification and uh, we'll, we'll pick up exactly wherever you feel like uh, picking up when, all right that's perfect okay cool just a couple of seconds station identification be right back Join Tanya Douglas every Tuesday evening from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern for Past Lives Present Lessons. Tanya Douglas is an internationally recognized hypnotist specializing in past life regression and is a fourth generation intuitive as well as a distance meditation healer and spiritual coach. You can call in to speak with Tanya Douglas live on the air at 1-989-607-0391. That's every Tuesday evening from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern for Past Lives, Present Lessons with Tanya Douglas on the Z-Talk Radio Network.
with Dr. Dream, the facilitator of the tour of love, the unconditional love activation, multiple modality group energy experience. And um, well, I'd love to talk to us about some of these modalities and tools, but whatever you want to talk about, carry on. Oh, oh and by the okay. way, you also have uh, two websites they can check out. They can check out the touroflove.com to find out where you are going to be. And also you've got drdream.com. That's D-R-Dream, D-R-E-A-M.com. Perfect. And uh, it's www.touroflove.com. And I just want to give you an idea of some of the cities before we jump into uh, some other stuff. We're going to be this Saturday in Las Vegas and then Salt Lake City, Logan, Idaho Falls, Boise, Ketchum, Haley, Reno, South Lake Tahoe, North Lake Tahoe, Chico, Sacramento, Berkeley, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose, Redding, Ashland, Eugene, Portland, Olympia, Tacoma, Seattle, Vancouver, uh, Victoria, B.C., uh, Mount Shasta, Eureka, Santa Rosa, San Rafael, uh, Stockton, Santa Cruz, Monterey, San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, Ventura, Ojai, Los Angeles, Huntington Beach, Costa Mesa, Lake Forest, California, and then we pop right back up to Black Rock City, Nevada, which is Burning Man. Oh, the Burning Man. I've been invited to that n- numerous times. By the way, the station that, that actually broadcasts everything is out of Vancouver. It's an FM station, but of course the show is worldwide. Um, wow, Burning Man. You're ending at Burning Man for this series. I've got to tell you that uh, after the Sedona Intensive and after the um, you know awakening process, um, full-on awakening process that I went through, I went to Burning Man. I had been there before, a couple of times before, and so I realized one of the things about Burning Man, which is um, this gathering outside of Reno, Nevada. Um, It is seven days. It starts the Monday before Labor Day and ends on Labor Day. And uh, there were, I think, 60,000-plus people there last year. It's the largest Leave No Trace event in the world. Uh, what did you say? It it's, is, it's what? It's the largest what? Leave no trace event in the world. That means whatever you bring in, you truck it out. It's where it's uh, put on on Bureau of Land Management land, and so um, we leave the land just the way it was before we got there. Actually, probably a little bit better. <laughs> wow. 
but it is radical self-expression and radical self-reliance. It can get over 100 degrees during the day with up to 50 mile an hour winds, and at night it can get cold. Um, it is out in the middle of nowhere. You've got to bring all your food, water, whatever you need with you. And um, a little city shows up for a week. It's the seventh largest city in Nevada for the week. And we go out there and uh, I'm doing, it looks like, eight or nine uh, uh, activations and workshops this year. And what are those experiences like? At Burning Man? Or no, 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 your activations. In, in, well, either one. You could talk about either one. But I was thinking about what are your activations? When someone tunes in and hears you're going to be doing an activation, what what can they expect? Of course, you can't expect anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to expect to show up first. <laughs> always. Always show up if you want the transformation. And then uh, we work with these all these different tools. I mean... Initially, what happens is uh, the first tools that they, the first modalities or tools that they're exposed to um, are a lot of crystals. I travel with a, a citrine generator crystal that's, um, I don't know, it's three feet tall and weighs about 55 pounds. Citrine is one of the crystals that, that it, it is unable to hold any negative energy and um, this is a, a generator crystal, so it's pumping out this positive energy and abundance. And then we have all sorts of other crystals there. And so people immediately come into contact with that crystal energy. Uh, and then as the uh, process starts, they are we uh, get them with some essential oils. Uh, we work with some amazing essential oils. And the beauty of essential oils are that um, they hold a certain frequency, and essential oils immediately can, can raise your frequency. And so, you know, again, all these modalities, the way we work with them is to uh, assist in raising uh, the vibration and the, the, the energy, the frequency of, of the participants. What are your uh, favorite essential oils? Oh, Wow. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at a case right here that has 140 essential oils in it. And um, I'm going to talk softly so none of them hear me. No. Really, uh, uh, essential oils hold uh, frequency. Like I said, the highest frequency essential oil is rose. And in a, a good quality, and you have to get the best essential oils because it's being... You're breathing it, and it's being absorbed through your skin if you're putting it on your skin. So don't don't um, skimp on essential oils. Uh, if you go to drdream.com, um, in the upper right-hand corner, it says essential oils, and you can go through all the essential oils. Um, I think there's 180 that we offer, and they're excellent. But to give you an example, rose oil in a 5-milliliter um, bottle uh, a, a regular five. The, the price range for essential oils that that I work with, and I use the Young Living oils, and um, is uh, anywhere from about twelve dollars for five milliliters 
up to, I think the rose is about $270 for five milliliters, which is a small bottle. But it is the highest frequency of any oil, so I'm partial to rose. Uh, we use There's an oil we use in all of our sessions. It's called Valor, V-A-L-O-R, and it's all about courage. And so we start off with um, Valor on the pulse points on your wrists. Um, Young Living has some amazing oils now that come in these uh, rollerball applicators, so you don't have to put them on your hands. And um, we really like that because during the... Um, the session, we, we we get you with some other oils, you know, like in pulse points behind your ears and on your neck. And so it's just a nice way to do it. Uh, and the essential oils, I carry them with me all the time, not the, not the 140, but I carry, you know, four or five. So, so do you, like the lavender, you use that quite a bit? Yeah, I use uh, I use a blend that has lavender in it, along with cedar wood and a couple other things. Um, I like that uh, just because it's a more to me it's a little more vibrant than just lavender. But I'll tell you, if I burn myself, um, I, I I'll put pure lavender oil on a burn, and it'll make it go away. Yeah, I use it quite a bit too, and good for headaches. And now, what about uh, flower essences? What are your favorites? Or I guess there's so many of those too, huh? Yeah, we travel with a set. We we travel with um, I don't know, maybe 35 different flower essences. The ones that we work with in the uh, group experience are a combination of flower essences, and so one has eight that really um, brings you into uh, passion and purpose in your life. And the other one has, I, I think, five. We should, um, we should really, we should really. What, what's happening is, you know, the, the essential oils, this is, the, this is the, the pure oil from these different flowers and, and things. And, and there's, this is all natural. There's nothing more beautiful than that. These, these, um, the essences are the, the, the pure essences um, you know, from all these different plants and things, and uh, you feel it. And so that's the whole thing about multiple modality. People are like, well, why can't you just stick with one modality and be fine with it? <laughs> well, for some, for some folks who don't really know flower essences, let's just give them a brief description of what they are, because most people really don't have a clue. What is, you know, they don't know Bach flower remedies, but I've heard that Bach flowers are not even the best out there because uh, they've been bought and sold and... But anyway, most people don't know what flower remedies are. The, the flower essences, I mean, here's the best way to look at it. Um, in our universe, we've been given all the tools we need for whatever it is we need. Nothing is without a purpose. So everything that exists has a purpose. And so these flower essences are the essences of specific flowers that then have... Um, you know, an effect on you. And some uh, may release one thing or, or assist you in one area or another based on the type of flower that they are. I can't um, have this headphone on and reach my, my book, but there's, you know, certain... I'm not an expert on the flower essences. What I do with my private clients is I have a, a set of 35 flower essences and I'll muscle test to see which one is for my client and then I will read what that flower essence is for 
And without fail, my client will say, oh, wow, that is exactly what I'm needing right now. And yeah. so let me just... Um, it's I'm okay. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, because uh, flower essences, from what I understand, you know, uh, the person who discovered them, Dr. Bach, he was, you know, in the, in the morning, you know, when the dew is on the flowers in the morning, he would uh, touch them to his tongue and he would notice he'd have an emotional response to the different flowers, the different dews. And then he would create like a mother um, tincture and then he would kind of uh, use that like a homeopathic type of methodology in uh, diluting it and diluting it. And uh, anyway, there's different flowers that create different reactions. And from what I've heard, it allows your soul to uh, kind of go uh, complete its, you know, divination where what it needs to do. You know, it, it kind of uh, provides guidance. So yeah, I mean, they're they're specific for emotional and mental states. I'm just looking um, at the book here, and and this is one point I wanted to bring out. Um, they take effect by treating the individual, not the disease or the symptom of the disease. And the effect of taking the essences is not to suppress negative attitudes, but to transform them into positive ones, stimulating one's own potential for self-healing and freeing the physical system to engage fully in fighting disease and stress. And it's a natural way. I mean, look at our society. Um, I know people that, you know, take so many prescriptions and then I'll recommend something natural to them and they'll say, well, I've got to check with my doctor. And I'm like, you know what? You're taking like, 12 different prescriptions a week is it helping you <laughs> you know and i'm offering you something natural at a a fraction of the cost and you want to check with your doctor so, I know, and yeah. uh, and the medications make people so acidic, creating more inflammation in their systems. And so many people don't even need to be on these medications. They were intended as a temporary regime, and their doctors are so busy that they forget to tell them to discontinue them, you know? So people, and it's, it's yeah. a big business, and it's... It's also treating symptoms. And, and you know, we talked about this before. If something shows up in your physical body, it's, it's related to something in your emotional body. It's the mind-body connection. Look up uh, Louise Hay and all these others and get in touch with what's really going on. Stop treating symptoms and go to the root cause. And without fail, I am finding in my practice that the root cause always goes back to something emotional, and then it's cleared up. That's been my experience, too, and I've taken flower essences for courage and, you know, uh, finding direction and things like that. So it's like what you're lacking in your life, you know, uh, you actually, there's a flower essence for everything. Uh, what about uh, theta healing? I, I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about theta healing. Theta healing is a wonderful modality uh, that addresses belief systems. And here's, here's why I really like it. Because I know that our belief system, if you picture a circle, at the top of the circle is our belief systems. And as you start to go around the circle, our belief systems are creating our reality. And then they're validating our belief systems. And we're back to the top of the circle to our belief systems, which are creating reality, which are validating our belief systems. And it's this circle that you can't get out of until you look at your belief systems and say, wow, that doesn't serve me. And I'm going to shift it. 
and then you go about a process to shift your belief system, it creates immediately a different reality for you because you can't have the same reality with a different belief system, and then it validates that belief system. And so theta healing is a process to work with yourself or other people to adjust these belief systems that we all have because that's that's what it's all about. I can sit and talk with someone for five or ten minutes and identify belief systems that don't serve them because here's what happens as humans. We, uh, as humans having interaction, we go around and we tell our stories to people. All of us have stories that we're running around telling to each other. And what we want is we want the other person that's listening to our story to validate it. And then that, that, that's the whole process. And so if we're not that conscious and aware and our story is about us being the victim and what a bad life or day or experience we're having or, you know, whatever it is, and we tell that story to someone else, we want them to validate it. And we, now, I know, I know, I always wanted people to feel sorry for me because that's what made me feel good. Oh, feel sorry for me, please. Like, that's what I wanted. That's what I've let go of. I don't really and, care anymore, you know? And what happened when you laid out your story for people to feel sorry for you, they would validate it, thereby owning your story, thereby owning part of that victim energy, whether they realized it or not. And what's just happened when you validate someone's BS story, as I call it, you are um, not assisting them, you're not raising their energy, you're not being um, authentic and helping them be authentic, but you know, there's this etiquette where we can't call people out. I mean, I, I don't know you, and you know, you said something, and, and my authentic truth said, wow, we're on the radio, I can't let that go Unaddressed. I need to talk about that because, you know, that someone needs to, to hear this as an example. And I do this with everyone now. And my, my, the people that are closest to me reflect this back to me and assist me by calling me out. Now, I said before, we have the opportunity in each interactive moment with a person, with another being, to either do one of three things, raise their energy keep their energy the same, or lower their energy. And we mostly do this without being really conscious and aware of what we're doing, unless you're in my presence, and then I'm looking for ways to consciously raise your energy and give you energy. And, and that's a beautiful way of being, and that comes back to you. But, but I tell people, I suggest to people, to take a look at your stories. What is it that you're talking to people about that you just meet, to your friends, to your family? What stories do you keep putting out there? And are those stories keeping you stuck? Are you looking for validation to stay stuck? Are those stories feeding the people that you're, you know, if stories were food, would that be nutritious and chock full of vitamins? Or would it be like microwave food, just dead and with no sustenance, you know, at all really? And so, you know, the whole thing is, in our interaction with people and in our thoughts, words, and deeds, let's be feeding our soul and the souls of all the people we come into contact with. 
And it's all about being authentic with people. If someone's saying something to you, you don't think to yourself, oh, what a jerk. You know, you can actually express in a loving, supportive way, well, I don't feel this is serving you. And I would encourage you to just cut it out, you know, just stop that way of being and realize, you know, you are a powerful being because, you know, when people um, are not serving you and they're being vampires with you, you feel it after the conversation is over. If they're not being authentic with you and they just want to suck your energy, after the conversation is over, you feel drained. Whereas if someone is being authentic with you and wanting to serve your soul, you feel energized. And no one can suck your energy unless you allow it. You're not the victim to any vampires out there. You can allow people to suck your energy by not standing up to your truth, by not being authentic, and going along with the conversation and validating their bull beep. Um, you, can, you can do that. And that's how you give away your energy. No one's taking your energy. You're either giving it away or you're not. And being empowered. Power back means that nobody, nobody can take your energy and you're not giving it away. And that's, that's a real key point because otherwise, you know, we're then the victim to these energy vampires out there and everything. And I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. You're not unless you choose to be. Huh. So now what about crystal healing? Do you, do you bring more than just that one stone with you? I mean, a lot of people don't understand how crystals work. Oh, crystals are so amazing. And again, this is all of the earth, all of God. Um, we bring um, a whole array of amazing, beautiful crystals with us. And then we bring crystals that have been specially charged with the frequency of unconditional love. And we give those away. I've probably given away 10,000 crystals in the last four or five years. And um, so people get to take a crystal with them. From the experience, and here's the thing about crystals, and particularly quartz crystals. Quartz crystals will hold an energy. And so it's like they can be programmed. So you can take a quartz crystal and you can cleanse it, maybe in salt water or water with sea salt if you don't have an ocean nearby. And so that cleanses the energy of a crystal. Um, you can also just hold it in your left hand and have the intention, the very strong focus intention of clearing this crystal of all previous energy. And then you can uh, focus your intention again to put energy into a crystal. And so you decide what energy. Well, we take it a step further and with this, this Rife technology, this literally it's an electronic device that pumps out frequencies. The one we have has 40,000 different frequencies available. Um, and I'm a rep for um, a, a, these devices. We have the newest top-of-the-line one that has 100,000 frequencies available. And if you've got, I mean, they were developed for people dealing with any dis-ease, anything from, well, um, cancer, AIDS. Um, I mean, you name it. You absolutely name um, any illness or disease, and there are rife frequencies available to assist with this. Well, I took it a step further, and we use this rife technology to charge crystals with frequencies, with emotional frequencies, um, frequency of forgiveness, frequency of peace unfolding, 
But the best one and the one we're charging all the crystals with right now are unconditional love and understanding. And literally, we put um, hundreds, hundreds, 500 crystals in a, in a giant crystal singing bowl. So it's made out of crystals itself. We put water in there. We set it on um, uh, these metal pads of the, that are connected to the frequency device. And then we put the noble gas-filled um, wands into the water. And we charge it for, I think, four hours, four or five hours with the frequencies of unconditional love and understanding. And people get these crystals and they, they love them because it's just another tool. Here we are, you know, as human beings, we, we like to have tools. The big thing that I tell people in the unconditional love activations and all the work that I do is, yeah, we're working with 12 different modalities today. But the most important thing for you to know is you have everything you need to achieve whatever it is you need to achieve within you right now. You don't need flower essences and essential oils and crystals and bioenergetic activation and sound and vibration and all this stuff. You have everything you need within you. Now, some days it just helps when I'm emotionally triggered by something to open up an essential oil and smell it, and it immediately raises my frequency. But I came out of a meeting one day, a business meeting. I was triggered. I got out to my vehicle here in Orange County, and I said, oh, thank goodness. And I looked for a crystal and some essential oil. And if you can believe it, Dr. Dream didn't have an essential oil or a crystal right there with him. <laughs> and I sat there and I said, I say it all the time. I've got everything I need right now within myself. And I pulled myself into alignment without the crystal and without the essential oil. And I raised my frequency and vibration right there. Anyone listening to this right now can close their eyes, become very breath aware, aware of their breath, their inhale and their exhale. And stay in that process and just decide that they're going to raise their frequency. They're going to raise their vibration. They're going to create or tap into that unlimited wellspring of energy that's available to each and every one of us. And they can do it right there. Now, if their belief system doesn't allow it, well, that creates their reality and that validates their belief system. Boom. You can't do it. So but if you're, if you're I, dealing with forgiveness, okay, like I am, how do you go through the process of letting go and forgiving? Well, you take responsibility. You take responsibility for all the experiences. So when I talk about forgiveness, immediately people start thinking of all the people that they should forgive for all the stuff those people did to them that was bad, that was wrong. Okay? Well, that's, that's a very surface-level perspective of forgiveness. And, and really, it's those people have shown up for you based on... Um, your belief systems based on your patterns, based on how you're creating your reality, based on what you believe your reality to be, those people show up for you playing the role you need them to play. We do experiences. I have this great story about my daughter. Um, this was when she was, um, she just turned nine years old and she came home from school one day and uh, she goes to a private Waldorf school and uh, she was very upset and I said, what's wrong? And she told me again about this little boy uh, in her class that had continued for like a six month period or something to tease her all the time. 
and really just triggered her all the time. And she was crying this day. And we're driving, and I, I said out loud, I said, well, you know, I expect that from public schools. But, you know, when we pay this much for a private school, it shouldn't be that way. And I stopped myself, and I thought, wow, I just kept her as the victim. I just made me the victim. And I said, wait a sec. We're not a victim to, to anything. You know, we solve our own issues. We work on it from within. So I gave her a quartz crystal. And I said, this is a crystal specific to this little boy in your class. And I said, let me take you through a guided visualization. And she held the crystal um, with her right hand because that's the receiving hand, right receiving RR. And she held it in her right hand. I took her through a visualization of every experience with this little boy having to do with friendship and respect. And I just walked her through this visualization and everything. And the next day, uh, I picked her up at school and I said, how did it go with him? And she looked at me and she said, it was fine. She said, he actually complimented my picture. And I was like, wow. The next day, it was either everything was fine or he had done something nice. And a week and a half later, she looked at me and she said, okay, daddy, let me get this straight. I changed something inside me and it changes everything outside of me. And I said, Maya, that is exactly right, and it will work each and every time. She never want, I didn't have to go to the teacher, go to the boy's parents, go to the administration at the school. She didn't say anything to him. She shifted something inside of her, and, and everything outside of her changed. So and at the age it's never of nine, been a problem again. So at the age of nine, she was able to get what most of us can't get at 50. At nine years old, she's a Theta Healing practitioner, certified in basic Theta Healing, and she's a oneness blessing giver. She gives Deekship blessing at nine years old. The kids right now, if we can get them off of TV, if we can get them away from all the things that don't serve them and address their diet and address the amount of love that they're being shown and given in their life, um, are amazing teachers and amazing energies that are here now to heal us and to heal this planet. And, you know, we had TV, and she didn't watch a lot of TV, but I kept saying I want to get rid of our cable, but I didn't feel like I could take it away from her. She already had it. It wouldn't have been right for me to say I've given up cable. She came to me one day, and she said, Daddy, I'm ready for us to get rid of TV. And I said, are you sure, honey, because that means no more Disney Channel for, you know, the hour that you can watch, a couple hours you can watch TV on the weekends and stuff. And she said, no, it's, it's, it's not what I want anymore. And I, I got on the phone immediately and canceled my cable certs. And, and she's just this amazing, she's an old soul. You can feel it in her. She's this amazing bright light. And what she teaches me is absolutely unbelievable and more than any other uh, being in my life, she keeps me connected to unconditional love. And when she's not right there with me, um, Jake, our wonder dog, is there and, and he holds the line for me also. But it's, I mean, the kids are amazing right now and, and I'm so blessed. Her middle name is Ananda. So her name is Maya Ananda, which translates as bliss within the illusion. And she facilitates some of these unconditional love activations with us. She does the work on people. Um, she helps with the modalities. And um, she's, she's a blessing. And her mother is an amazing soul. I'm no longer married to her. 
but um, just so much respect. And when things were tough with her mother in the divorce and this and that, all I ever had to do was look at Maya and realize that Maya is a combination of two amazing beings, myself and Krista, her mother, and how could I ever hold anything against this other being that created this most amazing gift in my life. And, um, and, and believe me, Krista's got a heart of gold and, and can energetically stand on her own two feet without me having to reflect Maya on her, um, for sure. I mean, I married her before Maya uh, existed. But um, it's just interesting how we approach our relationships, how we get out of relationships. You know, that's the big one where people want to line up to help you stay the victim. I had so many people say, oh, I'm so sorry you're getting divorced. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're totally in alignment with it. We're addressing this with absolute unconditional love. I don't need you to be sorry for me. That's an overlay of your experience. That's interesting because I have just gotten out of a relationship. You know, this person was a boyfriend at one time, and then we stayed friends for five years. But, like, he kept on, you know, nurturing that, oh, your mother is this and your sister's that, and they're, you know, all that negative energy that I had inside me, and I had to shake him loose recently. I felt so much better. Uh, but uh, it's interesting that you had just said that that triggered that for me. But I also wanted to mention about the children being healers. You know, with all the um, uh, the ADD and ADHD, you know, a lot of that comes from the colors that are petrochemically based that are in their diets, and also the pesticides, fungicides, and herbicides. They're also finding out are you know endocrine endocrine shifters and disruptors, and um, that also creates some ADD and ADHD. So really looking at what you're Putting inside your child's body can, you know, make or break their ability to heal you, you know. And the vaccinations. Maya's never been vaccinated against anything. She was born at our in our home in Sedona. Um, never went to a doctor until she was a real doctor until she was seven years, six years old. Um, and I was out of town and she was with her grandmother and she got stung by a wasp. She went to a... Uh, emergency room thank goodness it was ketchum idaho and wasn't you know um you know an inner city of emergency room and she had this great experience but um we had a nurse practitioner hope geller in sedona arizona one of the most amazing um uh practitioners along these lines i've ever come into contact with and um you know that made all the difference for us these vaccinations are uh, these these aren't good. You know, do your research. For any of us, they're not. Yeah, and then also the thing you said about getting out of relationships, you know, that that's like key for so many people. Let's hold on to that thought. This is going to be our final break. It's only going to be th- 40 seconds long, I promise you. And then we have 10 minutes left for you to really leave people with the message you want to leave them with. And if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Dr. Dream, who has a website, drdream.com. That's D-R Dream, D-R-E-A-M.com. And he's got um, a booklet that you can download. It's only four fifty, very, very affordable. And also we're talking about the um, the touroflove.com. You can check out that website as well. So drdream.com or doc, uh, touroflove.com for these unconditional love activations that they're going to be doing. We will be back in 40 seconds, and you can leave us with your final messages, okay? Oh, my gosh. Hurry back. Okay. We'll be right back. 40 <laughs> seconds.
Z-Talk Radio is committed to bringing you the best radio possible. We will test your senses with innovative and entertaining radio programming. Honest, informative, inspirational, and on occasion, controversial. Our listening audience will also have the opportunity to interact with the show hosts and guests through live chat and call-in capabilities. You can't be left out of the loop. Tune into all our live shows once and you'll never turn your computer off again. Z-Talk Radio on your computer dial. Your healthy addiction. And we are back. We've got 10 more minutes of wisdom with uh, Dr. Dream. So what uh, messages would you like to leave us with? Well, I want to tell you a quick story or a story that I relate um, in, my, in the work that I do. And uh, it goes this way. If you and I were to go out to lunch and we pick a nice restaurant and uh, we walk in the door and they seat us at a nice table and after a few minutes, uh, and the menus are placed in front of us, after a few minutes, the server comes over and says, what would you like? And I look at you, and I look at the server, and I say, well, there's two of us. Why don't you bring us lunch? We would never, ever do that. You and I would sit at the table. We would look at the menu, and if we go out to eat a lot, maybe we'd be leaning towards something healthy. If we don't go out very much, maybe we're going to sort of splurge with a rich sauce or something like that. But we're going to look at the menu, and we're going to choose what really is calling out for us, what's, what's you know exciting our taste buds and, and the potential flavors and everything. And the server comes over to us and says, what would you like? I may order, because I'm a vegetarian, the chopped salad. I was at a restaurant the other day. I got the chopped salad without the prosciutto. And um, I, I wanted the uh, balsamic vinaigrette dressing. And uh, I wanted it on the side. And uh, then I, I did actually angel hair with the marinara sauce. And you would order exactly what you wanted. And as she takes the order away and takes it back to the kitchen, we would um, not sit there and talk about, gee, I wonder if our order is going to come out the way we ordered it. I wonder if my salad's going to have the prosciutto in it. You think they're going to put the dressing on my salad? I really ordered it without the dressing. No way. I'll tell you exactly what we would be doing. We would be sitting there enjoying each other's company, being present in the moment sharing stories that serve our highest good and feed each other's souls. And before we know it, our meal would be brought out and presented to us. And if by chance my salad came out with the dressing on it, and it meant enough to me that I had ordered it with the dressing on the side, I would say, pardon me, I believe I miscommunicated something. I really wanted the dressing on the side. And the server would say, no problem. I'll take it and I'll get it handled right away. And back in the kitchen, the line cook may not at all be able to fathom why anyone would want the chopped salad with the dressing on the side. But you know what? It doesn't matter to him because he's just giving me exactly what I ordered. And out she'll bring out my order and place it in front of me. And we'll go on enjoying ourselves. So I ask you, and I ask your listeners, why is it that sometimes we show up at the reality cafe of the universe, 
and we're seated at a lovely table and this giant menu is placed in front of us. And after a little bit, the server comes over and says, what would you like? And we look up at the server and we say, well, you know, bring us life. We'll deal with it when it gets here. Hmm. No, what I'm suggesting is that when we show up at the reality cafe of the universe, we take a look at that giant menu and we look at everything in there. And if by chance we get to the final page of it, I'll tell you exactly what happens. A number of more pages show up magically because it's endless possibilities at the reality cafe of the universe. And decide what is it that really excites us to the very core of our being. What is it that just gets us going, that stirs up our passion? And when the server comes over, place your order with great detail of exactly what you want and how you want it. And when the server takes it away to take it back into the kitchen at the Reality Cafe of the Universe, wherever you are in that moment, be present in that moment. Be joyful. Live, experience, share your bliss. And before you know it, exactly what you ordered will show up for you. And if it doesn't show up exactly the way you thought you wanted it, it's okay to say, pardon me, I think I miscommunicated something. This is really how I want it. And, and you'll get it. And so tomorrow morning, when you wake up, before you get out of bed, consciously place your order with the universe in great detail of exactly what you want to feel, how you want your day to go, what you want to happen. And then let go of it. And go about your day from moment to moment, sharing stories that serve the highest good of everyone involved, sharing energy, sharing your bliss, living your bliss. And watch how the universe is giving you exactly what you ordered. And if it's not, it's okay to go ahead and, and place the order again with a little more detail so you get exactly what you want. This, to me, is dreaming your biggest dream, and that's what Dr. Dream is all about. What an exciting metaphor. I could feel my vibration lifting, my vibrational essence lifting as you were going through that metaphor. That is, that's so exciting that we can have whatever we want, and if it doesn't show up, perhaps we miscommunicated it. That's exactly it. And by the way, I noticed that you're single and I would love the opportunity to go out to a lovely restaurant with you. And so <laughs> maybe that'll it. be part of the new order I place tomorrow morning before I uh, get started on my day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's a date. You're, you're in Orange County. I'm in Murrieta. We, we won't talk about the Holocaust, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll share stories that serve our highest good and raise our energy and vibration that's that's amazing to me i would love to do that by the way and hey if you are just tuning in i want you to know that there is a tour of love happening with dr dream and you can check out the uh, website touroflove.com also dr dream has his own website that's dr dr dream d r e 
A-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H-A-M.com. And by the way, we also have Elizabeth Rose, speaking of high vibrations, uh, Elizabeth Rose is all about, uh, oh, she's all about wisdom and she's a very enlightened human being. And so stay tuned for Our Worlds, which is up next in a couple of minutes. So here we go. We have a couple of minutes left or maybe one minute left. Any final words, Dr. Dream? Just sending out amazing um, energy of unconditional love. And please join us on this tour. Come see us in, you know, one of the seven states or British Columbia. We're all along the West Coast. And um, connect with us. Connect with us on Facebook, on drdream.com, touroflove.com. We're all in this together. And I couldn't imagine being with more beautiful beings than all of you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you. It's been my honor to hear every word that's come out of your mouth so god bless you i'll talk to you soon and uh we're over and out so be good to yourself and uh put your order in every morning for exactly what you want right dr dream that's exactly right you get it all if that's what you choose all right well you and i definitely will be uh chatting real soon and uh, you're on facebook what's your facebook connection uh, if you go to drdream.com, there's a link to Facebook. Uh, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Mark Peebler, but it's just easiest to go to drdream.com and uh, you'll find the links. We also do a free phone call every Wednesday night, and there's over 70 podcasts on iTunes. Search Dr. Dream, and you can listen free to all sorts of great uh, topics and information. Oh my God, we're friends, Mark Peebler. I love your stuff. You're a very conscious being. I already know you without even knowing you. Okay, over and out, guys. Stay tuned for Elizabeth Rose, Our World, and we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, on Healthy People Radio. This has been a production of the Talk Radio Network. Radio. Radio.